are listening to the Business of Basketball podcast, starring M.T. Armstrong, Independent Raw, the podcast that takes you from the blacktop all the way to the boardroom. Now, we're not here to debate whether LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan, nor are we here to talk about such and such should be traded for such and such. We're here to talk about the business of basketball and all the money that's generated from it. So without further ado, put your hands together for Mr. M.T. Armstrong. on the TBT. So with that, let's join Independent Rob and myself as we wrap up our conversation on the TBT and the basketball market in general. You know, so when we when we bring this all together, you know, we look at the way the market has responded to the TBT. I think the market has fully embraced uh, the basketball tournament. Uh, it's evident through, uh, you know, the ability to, uh, it's evident really through the ability to secure solid sponsors. You know, so um, they just signed up Zelle, which is a uh, mobile payment app. So all of the payments are going to be now issued through Zelle. Um, they, have, they have Puma, um, Puma uh, as a sponsor, uh, Kumo Tires as a sponsor. Uh, uh, was it? Uh, was it uh, the beef jerky? Uh, something Jack jerky as a sponsor. Um, they had the United States Air Force Reserve as a sponsor, and get this, Rob, they renewed. So they had a five-year ESPN uh, agreement that expired last year. So they renewed it and they renewed it and upped it. So ESPN has reinvested uh, in the TBT. And, you know, to your point earlier, I I think when you get to a certain level of business, um, there is a level of of, of personal um, influence in the decision. but at the end of the day, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. I agree. It makes with sense. You. I agree mm-hmm. with you totally on that. Uh, but the advantage ESPN has is ES of all the other traditional networks out there, ESPN already has a space in the consciousness of basketball fans. 
we already associate basketball as one of the primary sports that's part of the ESPN platform. Everything from we get NBA games on ESPN now, uh, we get we get college games on ESPN now, um, and one street ball programming, which at one time and still may be ESPN's top rated in-house produced uh, programming was on ESPN. So there's that there's that there's that value play, right? It's it's like, do I sign with Nike? for $5 million mm-hmm. or do I sign with New Balance? Uh, I, I don't know why that came up with why, but that's like, do I sign with, do I sign with New Balance? Do I sign with New Balance for $10 million? Right, do I align myself, do I align myself with the Jordan brand for $5 million? Or do I go to New Balance that's trying to get in the game? That's doing some stuff. Has a good track record in the area that's not my specialty, but they're going to give me twice as much money as Jordan. Okay, so you have cash value, but now what are the intrinsic values? What are the yeah. um, what's what's the what's the impact to overall brand, your own yeah. personal brand, right? Yeah. Uh, one of the key things and one of the key things in the, you know, the, the art of power is aligning yourself with someone who's more powerful than you so that you get to benefit off their reputation. Yeah. Right. And we see, I mean, we see that in so many different ways, right? I mean, and in, in high school, uh, you see that a lot where people align themselves with the crew with the team and simply because they're aligned with them, their status, their status goes up, goes up as well. Um, you know, so I think overall, man, the, the market uh, has been ripe for this. I think the market, the market has fully embraced the TBT. And candidly, I can't see the TBT going anywhere, but up at least for the next several years. And I, we, I, I, I think the testament to the, uh, to validate that is they are still going to produce an event during this pandemic. They're creating a bubble. The players are checking in today because I believe they get started on the 4th, July 4th. Um, and they have the eyes of the sports world on them right now. The eyes of the sports world, particularly the eyes of the basketball world, are all focused on the TBT. This is the first basketball in the United States. They're coming back before the NBA. Every single game is going to be broadcast over ESPN through the ESPN networks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they pull this thing off well, it doesn't have to be perfect, but if they pull this thing off well, their brand is going to be uh, certified. They're going to get this. This is the time for them to get this certification as a legitimate uh, basketball brand, the way they handle uh, this pandemic that's, uh, or the way they manage the bubble and able to produce summer basketball in the midst of all of this. They pulled this off. They pulled this off. Um, yeah, they're not going anywhere. Any, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. What do you think about that? Yeah, 
Um, I'm not so sure about the anytime soon, but unless unless we talking about next five years, you know, so then I have to agree with you. But if we know, but if we talking anything past five years, then. I can't vouch for that. I, I would say I, I don't think a copycat, uh, you know, Rob. I don't think a copycat can come in and copy I this. I agree. Now, I, this I, is I, one I, of those first to market things. I agree. I, I, I agree that it would look tacky if someone comes in there with their own, you know, the TNT basketball instead of <sighs> T. You know, and they come there, and and we don't have sixty four teams; we got sixty eight teams. And you know, I think if someone comes in there with that type of business model, you know, uh, that would be, yeah, that would be corny. Yeah, but I, I, I think because of the nature of this of this tournament and the scope of the tournament, mm-hmm. um. This is just one of those things that you're first, you're first to market, and you've done it well, and you're the market leader, right? Mm-hmm. You, you're pulling all the talent. The only way someone can come in and potentially beat them out is come on the scene with a pot that was so much bigger, <laughs> right? So yeah. much, so much, so much bigger. Um, that it demanded that the players that were playing in this were playing that. But then there's still the risk because yeah, even and, and, that. and the only way that would work, Rob, is yeah. real talk, if a, if a network That's what I was got, just about by, to say. got behind it and That's what I was about on. to say. That's what I was just about to say. Because without the network, at, at this point now, at this point, this has to be on the network. You can't, you can't, Compete with them now coming on the internet, not yeah, not apples not at to all. apple, not apples to no. apples, right? So no. there, I think they're in just such a solid position at the moment that yeah, it's for them to mess it up. Yeah, I really I think it's, it, it, I think it's 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 really for it's really for them to mess it up. I agree with that, and you know, I like, but like we both know, we we gonna root for them. You know, because we we are big advocates of alternatives to the game of basketball, where the game shouldn't just be one thing mm-hmm. all the time. So, just this big three NBA, uh, um, semi-pro, eventually basketballs without basketball without backboards. You know, we're big advocates of that. So that way we can just start to begin to like, because everybody's not going to like everything. Oh, I forgot NCAA. Everything's not going to, everybody's not going to like everything. So the more alternatives come out to the game, it only grows the game of basketball. Everybody, you got guys that watch uh, NCAA who are not a fan of an NBA team, but just particular players. Mm-hmm. And may not be that much of a fan of that player to where they feel mm-hmm. the need to watch him play every night. Mm-hmm. But just like to hear such and such did well last night because I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. And I and by the way, I happen to like his sneakers. Right, you know, right. so we right. we you know, so the listeners can know we are very big when it comes to offering alternatives to the game of basketball. 
because you know basketball is like a big pie that can be sliced up in a few different ways you know but when you take that pie and you pull it all together and before you get the slice and dicing you get the game of basketball absolutely it's um like i say basketball is a dynamic and diverse market and has demonstrated once again the ability to support multiple basketball brands at multiple levels. There's billions and billions. Basketball, basketball, not the NBA. Basketball, basketball. generates right. billions and billions and billions of dollars a year that supports right. hundreds, That's if right. not thousands of business and definitely supports thousands and thousands of people all around the world. That's right. Ball is life. Basketball is alive because it continues to reproduce out of what you put into it. So, hey, man, I think this was a, a, a really good conversation today. Um, I agree. I'm, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to take a look at the TBT uh, over the over the next couple of weeks. And we'll circle back on our thoughts on how we think they did and um, hopefully be able to extract some numbers. You know, they keep these numbers. It's hard to, it's hard at times to find the numbers to put a full picture together. Because uh-huh. um, uh, I'm wondering, and, and we'll close with with this out thinking out loud, wondering out loud. I'm wondering what type of total revenue the TBT is doing now. I wonder if as a company, if they broke the million dollar not the million dollar revenue piece, if they broke the million dollar profit piece, or they generate more than a million dollars in profit. Um, oh, you're talking about to- oh, seven years, so you're talking about totality. Oh, no, seven years. no, I'm talking about in and now, or at the point that over the course of 12 months, they generate a million dollars in profit. Oh, per season. Are you saying per season or all the, or the no, I'm talking about now. So it meaning they started in 2014. Yeah. Between between in 2020, when they do their tax returns for 2020, what's their profit going to be for 2020? Will it be okay. above a million dollars profit or below a million dollars profit? Okay. That's a, that's what I'm wondering now. I, I would love to um I'm, I'm going effort to effort to find that number when they get on the other side of the TPT and you start hearing um, recaps. So, hey, man, mm-hmm. you have any closing comments? Nah, man, it was a good one. Look forward to speaking to you again, brother. Hey, so once again, everybody, thank you for joining us uh, for the Business of Basketball podcast. From the blacktop to the boardroom, where we talk about the business of basketball and not trades or transactions or who's the goal or what have you. We'll leave that to everyone else. We want to uh, explore how people are making money in the business of basketball and hopefully inspire other people to take the journey to do their own basketball business. Hey, this is uh, MT Armstrong, a.k.a. Coach 1891 with my main man, Independent Rob, representing the east side of the country. Everybody, until we speak again, be blessed, and we will see you at the top. See ya.